What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Say it with your chest now. You proved to me yeah. that rising to the top was my destiny. Yeah. And you can see whatever from behind me. But, but I'm, I'm still fly. fly. I'm, I'm still fly. fly. I know. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx I'm here. You know, I always got to get fly before it starts. What's happening? Let me go ahead and fade this music out. Whoa, anyway, what's happening, everybody? I'm still fly. It's Sunday, 6 p.m. Time to crack open your adult beverage of choice and listen to the podcast recording or record live <laughs> with your boy Onyx here going full nerd. So, whoo, man, what a week, what a week. I don't know. I've just been tired. You know, the news has just made me exhausted, pooped, tired. So I'm doing my best to kind of hang in there. I hydrate, take my vitamins, take my meds, and I enjoy my one alcoholic beverage per week on Sunday. So let's take a nice sip of the cold one before we get to the shameless plugs, all right? Mm. All right, there we go. There we go. So check this out, folks. As we're going to start out every week, we do the shameless plug shameless plug goes like this please check out the website going full where you could check out you know some news from comic book companies you know from publishers some press releases and things like that i know i haven't been real good at updating it but stuff has been coming through real slow since you know a lot of people have been working remotely but it is what it is it is what it is but you can also check out the podcast. Yes, the podcast. You can check it out on his home, anchor.fm slash going full nerd. Or you can check it out on his other homes, such as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music. Yes, Amazon Music. Your boy made it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. 
In addition, in addition, you can check out, you see it scrolling across the bottom, goingfullnerd.stream. I take cash too. You can donate directly to the channel. It'll actually show up on screen if I'm live streaming at the time. And you can also check out some of my video gameplay, which I've been putting up on twitch.tv slash goingfullnerd. I've been playing Madden, you know, NFL season for my Giants been looking real bad, looking real suspect. So I got to at least try to have a fighting chance in the video game world. It is what it is. It is what it is. Did I get through everything other than you can call in 202-643-4208. Leave a message. We may or may not play it on air, depending on the kind of language you use, because I'm the only one that can use foul language. And if you want to go ahead, I'm on Twitter. And that's following me at Onyx1969. So here we go. You see the title of this week. I got new lights in the back. I just wanted to jazz it up a little bit, you know, maybe, you know, hypnotize more people into watching the channel. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, I'm out of control. Yo, but check this out. I'm not what you call a Trekkie. I'm not a Trekkie, okay? But I love some science fiction. And I followed Star Trek for a long time. Platinum Locks. You know, I've been around for a minute. So I'm not your traditional Star Trek person, okay? I like the original series, flaws and all. Captain Kirk, the ladies' man, you know, doing his thing. I personally like Deep Space Nine. Captain Cisco. Yeah, Captain Cisco. Y'all know about Captain Cisco. That was like the coolest Star Trek captain ever. Ever. But anyway, let's go. So we're going to talk this week about Lower Decks. Okay. Lower Decks is unlike any Star Trek series or movie. It's connected to everything, but it's bending the limits of the Star Trek universe. But we're going to get to that. And, you know, right after we talk about a couple of other nerdy subjects that crossed my viewing path this week. I'm sorry if I'm tapping the mic and things like that. But anyway, like to shout out. Thanks a lot. Omar, low cuts. Glad to see you guys in here. And as always, we ask everybody that watches, whether you choose to chat or not, hit the thumbs up, hit the like button. So I know that you are here. So Let's start off with last week's poll results. So I put a poll up last week, and it was, how do you feel about character ethnicity changes in live-action comic book films? Well, from the results, it really doesn't work for anyone. <laughs> I mean, you know, pretty much the vote was either who cares or it doesn't work for me. All right, now, here's the thing. My initial reaction, I kind of said it on Twitter, if you follow me there, it's trying to silence those individuals complaining about representation in Hollywood. It is what it is. You know, people feel that if they cast more African-American actors, more Asian actors, more, you know, Indian actors, Hispanic actors, actors of whatever nationality, ethnicity, into roles that were traditionally played by Caucasians, that they're satisfying somebody, okay? Now, my old friend Omar, okay, there's a quote from his tweet response that I've got to say, and it actually fits. And that is, let the casting have some sort of meaning. Don't 
change existing characters just for the sake of changing them. Things like happened with the Golden Age Green Lantern. You know, they made him uh, part of LGBTQ, you know, Iceman, Beast, things like that. You know, they did that in the comic books. Um, in the movies, they changed some genders, some ethnicities, you know, and people were in an uproar, but I don't think they were in an uproar for the right reasons. It's not so much changing the ethnicity of something that has been portrayed for a long time. They're all comic book characters, so it's all fantasy. It doesn't really matter much. But there are so many characters of a minority, you know, so many minority characters. Why aren't they getting the representation or getting their time to shine in the spotlight? They're relegated to sidekicks and such. So that ends up being a segue into my next two things I'm going to talk about, which is number one, Jamie Foxx. Let's talk Jamie Foxx. You know, must be the goose, whatever, you know, yeah. Jamie Foxx, you know, yeah, Wanda, yeah, Jamie Foxx. All right, yo, if your spidey senses are tingling, well, they should be. Basically, October 1st, Hollywood Reporter put out there that Jamie Foxx, who played Spider-Man's enemy Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the second movie, the one with Andrew Garfield, may or is making his return back to the Spider-Man franchise. Wow. Let me say this again. Wow. So that's a shock to my system. He played Electro and he played a very sad Electro in Amazing Spider-Man 2. But this is a big news reveal for Marvel Cinematic Universe. Considering, you know, Spider-Man's evolution over the years, you know, you went from Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield, now you got Tom Holland, and they've had a lot of shakeups with the cast and stuff like that. But to bring Jamie Foxx back as Electro, and not knowing if they're going to try to go the same route, the blue-skinned, looking like Dr. Manhattan Electro, or are they going to go something since the MCU likes to pay homage to the comic books, they usually try to get the comic book accurate look so hopefully that works out but you know it is what it is hopefully we get something good maybe it's a live action spider-verse thing getting ready to happen don't know you know we had jk simmons who was j jonah jameson in the previous spider-man series starring as j jonah jameson in the last spider-man far from home so we might be getting some cool stuff like that i don't know never know but you know, hey, Jamie Foxx, man, it is what it is. I mean, nah, we can't just get an unknown actor, you know. Jamie Foxx did it, Electro, and traditionally not a brother in the comics, but, you know, we got to make, get, you know, star power, I guess. I don't know. It is what it is, Hey, You let me know how y'all think about that. Jamie Foxx, Electro, again. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Let's go. Now let's talk about something else. Let's talk about minority representation. So we got newcomer Iman Velani. I hope I am pronouncing this young lady's name correctly. So she is now rumored to play the title role in Marvel's Ms. Marvel series for Disney+. Plus. Now Ms. Marvel is getting a big, lot of big hype since the release of the Avengers video game. Um, 
you know, they did a long, hard search and they say they found their Ms. Marvel. And now I'm not talking old school Carol Danvers, Ms. Marvel with the sash from the 70s showing the thigh with the high cut Brazilian cut superhero suit with the chipachangas hanging out. No, I'm talking about the Pakistani American teen based hero out of New Jersey. Yes, Ms. Marvel. Okay, she first appeared in 2014. She was one of the first Muslim represented superheroes. That's pretty cool. They're kind of, they gave her a legacy name. It is what it is. They did the same thing over in DC Comics with Simon Baz as the Muslim Green Lantern. Okay, I get it. You know, you, you got to interject them where you can, you know, but she is an all new, all different hero. So the word is, is Marvel Studios, Kevin, Chief, Marvel Studios Chief Kevin Feige. Huh. He said that in addition to her appearing in this Disney Plus series, she will be included in future Marvel Cinematic Universe films. So are we going to get uh, new Avengers, the young Avengers? Uh, uh, are we going to? It looks like they're leading up to it. I mean, you've got uh, Scott Lang's daughter grown up could end up being stature you know you could you know and there are different changes to the um cinematic universe it deviates from the comic books different parallel worlds right? you know it is what it is so it's just something to think about but kamala khan is going to make it to the marvel cinematic universe i remember a few years back i was um why I was at New York Comic Con and there was a young lady who had cosplayed. This was around 2014. Um, and a young lady cosplayed as uh Ms. Marvel Kamala Khan, and people were looking at her crazy. She had the superhero hijab and everything. Yo, yo, hey, don't hate on creativity, folks. You know, don't hate on creativity. They they had a need, they filled it, they did it. You know, the world's not going to end. Okay, just because superheroes are starting to look different, it's not going to be out of control because superheroes are going to be, you know, not the traditional stereotypical trope. You know, I mean, we watch the boys and we see that takes the stereotype to another level. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is let's see where it goes. You know, if they really want to impress me, not so much Marvel, but Warner Brothers, we need to bring the milestone characters to live action. Let me get some icon. Let me get some static. Let me get some hardware. Let me get some shadow cabinet. Let's get all that on film. Hopefully somebody says that, you know, it is what it is. And, um, you know, let's get some more of these young up and coming writers putting their stuff out there. Let's get them on the streaming services. Let's get them when the movie theaters, when the movie theaters open back up. That'll be something pretty damn awesome. Psst. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So here's the thing. I've been checking out uh, Lower Decks, Star Trek Lower Decks. Okay. Now here's the thing. This is the main focus of our show today, Lower Decks. Let me take a sip. Hmm. Eventually, I'm either get, uh, excuse me, sponsored by the alcohol companies that I'll be drinking their stuff, or somebody will give me a sponsorship one of these days. Go figure. All right. So, 
Lower Decks is an expansion of the Star Trek franchise. And, you know, for a lot of people, Trekkies, I know I've seen them at conventions. I've been out to Vegas before the Star Trek experience closed. I watched them on the internet. These are a serious bunch. They'd be ready to throw down with the Star Wars crew, the whole nine. Okay. Now, this is the thing. Lower Decks, Star Trek Lower Decks, it is the first animated Star Trek series um, that is created for CBS's streaming network. It is the first animated Star Trek series since the 1973-74 series Star Trek, the animated series, um, which had the original voices of Leonard Nimoy, you know, uh, DeForest Kelly, uh, William Shatner, and all that good stuff. So here's the thing. Lower Decks follows... Not your traditional crews, not your Deep Space Nine, not your Next Generation, not your Voyager, not the old school, but it follows uh, the support crew. Okay, we're talking about not the not the main characters, not your not your captain, not your first officer, not your medical officer, not not the the big wigs that work on the bridge. We're talking about the dudes in the red shirts. That may not make it back <laughs> if they beam down on an away team. It follows that crew. Okay. You know, if you think about it, we've had about six decades. That's a long time. Because Star Trek been around before your boy was born. And I got the platinum Super Saiyan God mode locks. And I could tell you that, um, you know, Star Trek been around for a minute. So here's the deal. It's been around for about six decades. You know, you have series, movies, and it always talks about the heroic actions of bridge officers, chief scientists, chief uh, engineers, you know, the main people you can't do without. Lower Decks talks about, like I said, those red shirts, those ensigns, those guys running around when this camera's shaking. They're the ones in the background freaking out. They're the ones that don't make it when there's a hull breach. They're following this crew. Okay, so, but we got the main set of heroes of these third tier characters, okay? Hold on now. <laughs> you got Boimler, voiced by Jack Quaid. Boimler, he's like straight to the point. He's a dude, he's like the ultimate kiss ass, all right? He, he wants to be that guy on the bridge, all right? Then you got Mariner, who basically says, to heck with the rules. I don't care. This this is just, we're here, they're doing this, but what does it matter? Okay, you know, she's got a problem because her mom is the captain of the ship. And that's always some drama. So, you know, she's been demoted like 8 million times. I literally watched an episode where they had somebody she went through Starfleet Academy with who was a captain and she's still an ensign. So it is what it is with that. Then you've got other people, you know, they got inferiority complexes, you know, the, the ship does things like second contact. All right. We all know what first contact is, you know, like the Enterprise did it. Everybody. Oh, we meet the first, you know, signs of life somewhere. We meet this race. We've explored Cerritos and this crew. They do second contact. They come with the paperwork. They the admin guys, you know, 
Kirk and them, Janeway, all the rest of them, they've already crossed the T's, dot the I's. They're like, all right, you know, Starfleet's coming. We're going to, you know, share technology. We're going to do these things with you. And then Cerritos comes up and is like, yo, sign here, sign here, sign here. Yo, you want this? You want this? Oops, I dropped this. Oops, my bad. You know, that type of stuff. But it is what it is. So here's the thing. Each episode, there's going to be 10 episodes in the first season. I think I'm on episode nine. It's got a season finale coming up. But here's the thing. I'm not going to go ahead and um, spoil it for you. But, I mean, it has remnant thoughts of Rick and Morty. Boimler reminds me a lot of Morty. Boimler is like the guy that's just stuck in. He wants to do the right things. He thinks he's doing the right things. But he's just so much of a straight-laced fool. And then you've got the ultimate screw up, you know, and she seems to like Boimler. You know, you got these, all these little intermittent stories and things like that. But the bottom line is, it's funny as hell. They reference a lot of old school Star Trek. They talk about Spock. They talk about Kirk. They talk about Deep Space Nine. They've name dropped Cisco. They've had some guest stars. They had, uh, what's his name, Delancey, who played Q in The Next Generation. They talked about Picard. All this cool stuff. And the show is canon. The show is treated as Star Trek canon. So it is part of the Star Trek history. They reference Next Generation a hell of a lot. They've got their uniforms from the Next Generation. So that's kind of how it goes with that. But here's the thing. This is adult animation. It is not made for kids. I know I had a couple of times I had to pause it and look at my grandson and be like, yo, not nah, player. You, you, no, you can't watch. This is not for you. I had to do that a couple of times. Now, here's the thing. You know, with with those jokes, like he's got wood. <laughs> Ooh, man, you know, references to all sorts of stuff. It's um, they reference the movies. They talked about how ridiculous the movies are. These are pretty good. Now, here's the thing. I really think that the showrunners, Star Trek and all of them really caught the ass at Seth MacFarlane's The Orville. The Orville, to me, was the best Star Trek out there because it was funny, it was realistic, but this is kind of, you know, this, to me, is an animated Orville. <laughs> and the thing about it is, I can see where probably, you know, Gene Roddenberry is probably turning over in his grave at this, but I think it was well needed to take some of the edge and take some of the seriousness out of the Star Trek fan base. I mean, sometimes you just got to let it go, folks. Sometimes you just can't clown. If you can't clown yourself, then there's no reason in existing. If you take it too damn serious, it's not worth it. Okay? So, the thing about it, I'm not going to rate it. I'm going to say check it out. Find a way to watch it. You can get it on CBS All Access or what is it? Paramount Plus is CBS's streaming service. Don't ask me how I saw it. I used alternate means. <laughs> I can't talk about it because I don't have a sponsor. So, you know, it is what it is. They pay me. I'll talk about how I watch it. But um, here's the deal. 
the show is a great feeling until I see the Orville show up. I didn't, I haven't checked any news about the Orville. I think they're coming back or they're going straight to streaming. I'm not sure how that works out. COVID has messed up all the production schedules and screwed everything up that I want to see and I want to hear. But it's a great feeling as I await the fate of the funniest Star Trek um, satire, the Orville, to come back. But that's pretty much it. Check out Lower Decks. It, it's it's kind of chill. It's worth checking out. It, it is what it is. But check this out, everybody. Here goes the thing. Before I, you know, depart you for the day, please, I do like getting the questions. I do like getting all of the comments and suggestions. So please keep sending them out there. Let me know what you think, what you want to talk about. I'm going to start doing some more motivational, some just general stuff that I'm going to post during the week. I am going to get to it. I promise myself I'm going to do it. And I'm going to hold myself to it. Now, a lot of you may be fans of the series. I heard you a fan. See that you, I see the comments. You're a fan of the series, low cut, but not the movies. You got to watch all of it to see how ridiculous it is when it comes to Star Trek. The newer movies, I, I'm not. They don't even reference the brand new movies, you know. But the new movies were kind of kind of chill. I like the new movies, but you know they're not going to make it. The new movies are not going to make it. Sorry about that. You know, I got a time constraint with some of the camera work and all that good stuff. But it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. So, pretty much everybody, that's it. We about to hit the funky outro music. But, like I say, send your comments, suggestions. I've got some cool stuff that I got in the mail from an old school army buddy. And what I found out is he wrote a book. He actually wrote a comic book series that it's not really a comic book. It's a sci-fi superhero-ish series. He sent me two copies. I'm going to read it. I got to I gotta finish reading it. It looks pretty cool. I'm going to go ahead and review it. Uh, well, not so much review it. I'm going to go ahead, discuss it, and I'm going to see if I could get him to talk about it live and go back and forth and kind of talk about his journey. Because he's got a pretty uh, cool journey that led him to write this that I think is motivational for a lot of people. And I want to kind of get his story out there. You know, I've known this dude. Not as long as I've known Omar and some of you cats, but I've known him, uh, you know, well over 20 plus years. So it's something that, you know, we just recently got back in touch. So I'm going to try to reach out to him. I'm not going to name drop it. I'll post a video once I get his permission and talk to him and all that good stuff. Anyway, let me hit this funky outro music. And remember, if you can't say something nice about anybody, people, don't say it at all. Send me a direct message on Twitter. I'll say it for you. Anyway, stay safe, stay clean. And uh, let's get this music going. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the matches, they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly, I know. I'm still fly. I'm still fly, let's go. It could all be worse. I could be a hater like you. Okay, so you guys are talking about I got to peep out Utopia. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I got to really check out. I still haven't finished watching Lucifer on Netflix. 
you know, I actually started watching, um, I started watching the Jurassic Park kitty cartoon, Camp Crustaceous. You know, I find it real funny as hell that they made a kid's cartoon about dinosaurs getting loose and possibly eating kids. <laughs> Go figure, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, hey, glad to see each and every one of y'all. Make sure you wear your mask. That's right, wear your mask. We don't want to be out there getting rushed out in the middle of the night having to fly in uh, nerd nerd to to uh, Walter Reed Bethesda Medical, you know, just so they could do some experimental stuff on you. But anyway, let me go ahead and uh, sign out on you. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Because I'm still fly, I'm still fly, I know.